Welcome back to the Knock On Sports Show Hotline as we continue our coaches' summer preview as we get ready for the high school football season in Class AA here in 2021. And joining us next is the head coach of the Belgrade Panthers. It is Eric Kenneman. Coach, it is great to chat with you. How are you doing today? It's, it's going good, you know. Uh, just up moving around and uh, going to be, and enjoy a beautiful day up here in Montana. Well, Coach, uh, let's start here. Obviously, last year, very difficult for everybody. Uh, but in five to ten years' time, how would you explain to someone, if they asked you the question, what it was like to coach in 2020 with COVID? It was difficult and challenging. You know, there was many challenges that we had to face. Uh, you know, we, we talked a little bit about uh, um, just getting the team together, but uh, having to practice in strictly pods and having to keep your team kind of apart and away from each other. And, uh, you know, um, it, it was very challenging, and it just brought a new challenge to the table that uh, every single coach in Montana had to deal with. Yeah, no question about that, Coach. Um, you know, for you guys with summer training in the off season, as we, we've had that, we also had the spring and track and field season as well. Um, has everything kind of returned to normal in terms of the off season program to like what it was in 2019? You know, everything has for us. You know, we we, we went back to um, just having kids come in and doing their thing and getting together, and uh, whether that be a team camp, which we we just wrapped up and. You know, we had a good group, uh, good group of kids coming in at team camp, and the workouts have been the same. You know, and all the kids are just enjoying ha- uh, being mask-free. You know, uh, felt great. Uh, they ran masks all the way through uh, pretty much the, the entire year of last year throughout school. So I think the kids being able to be um, comfortable and not have to worry about their, their masks or covering up or what other people are thinking of them and, and just uh, getting rid of those things and, and getting back together and enjoying one another as, as uh been a great benefit to the kids. Coach, you just talked about the, those benefits there. How beneficial is it to the program to once again be able to have everybody in the weight room, have everybody uh, kind of being able to work together and being able to be in that camaraderie that, that really is so crucial in the off season that can lead to success when we actually get to the season? Well, you know, it's, it's very important for the kids to be together and, and uh, you know, build that camaraderie and, and build that uh, team bonding experience that, uh that you desperately need, and, and you need to start that as early as you can. And and so being able to do the workouts and, and getting getting rid of the masks and, and uh, just all that uh, that that's huge for it, it's just not us. And, you know, it's all teams around uh, around the state that you know being able to get together and and even do some seven on sevens with uh, opposing towns and, and and getting together. I mean, that's what we do, and that's how we get better. I mean. Sometimes you look at it and uh, you go through the summer, and if you don't ever go anywhere, if you don't go to camp or if you don't go to any um, um, seven-on-sevens or any of that, uh, you, you kind of beat on yourselves a little bit, and it becomes more of a grind for you rather than being able to compete uh, against other teams, uh, coach against other coaches. Um, it's, it's hugely uh, beneficial to be able to do that stuff. How much did you guys enjoy that aspect, getting able to compete in seven-on-sevens and things like that against other guys? Oh, the, the kids love it, you know. Um, even if we don't have our core group of kids, you know, sometimes uh, we're missing a quarterback there or a wide receiver there and whatnot. But, you know, being able to compete and uh, you want to be able to practice 110%. You want to be able to go as hard as you go in a game. But, you know, you're, you really look at it. Uh, the competitions really come when when you're competing against uh, these these other teams. I mean, we want to be able to show them what we have and, and vice versa. So, you know that the competition level at uh, at these camps are, are uh, that's kind of what makes makes uh, 
makes you uh, look at as a coach what you need to get better at going into the season. Coach, you guys went to the Montana Tech Camp back in June. Uh, what did you take away from that camp? We have a lot to do. We have a lot to learn. But uh, on, the, on the other hand, we, we have a lot of young kids that are up and coming. Um, we were missing uh, – uh, we have a lot of multiple sport athletes, so we were missing some uh, baseball kids. Um, and I think out of that group of, of kids uh, that we were missing, there, there was close to five starters that will be missing uh, from that baseball team. But, uh, you know, the, the tech team camp, um, the, the kids are bought in. You know, we're running a few different things. And, um, the, the biggest thing that, uh, you know, the, I look at what we're doing is just the way we're calling plays and the way uh, plays are being called in. So, you know, that was something that we have uh, been needing to work on and being able to see that and, and get uh, into a kind of a live situation deal with the Montana Tech Camp is, you know, that, that we, we still need to work out some kinks on how the plays are getting called in so they are more fluid and the plays get called more fluid and um, all that stuff. But uh, defense is looking great. Uh, we've been running the same defense, I think, for seven years now. Uh, so our defense is looking great. And, you know, it's not that we're switching offense. Um, we're we're going to be kind of the same thing that we have been ran, that we ran last year and whatnot. But uh, just the way the plays getting called in is, is some things that we need to work on and the kinks that we need to get smoothed out. Coach, looking at your roster, uh, you've got seven starters on offense and defense uh, coming back. So that's quite a bit of experience uh, coming back to your team this year. Um, so how big and how crucial is that that you're going to have guys that have already had uh, some varsity experience, they've got a taste of the Friday night lights and, and the speed of the game. How big is that? Oh, it, it's huge. You know, the, <laughs> the experience, you know, at uh, – at the O-line or, or uh, the line position, whether it be O-line or D-line, I, I think is one of the biggest things that you need to look at with experience. Um, that's where a lot of your success comes from. You know, if you're able to block well and tackle well, you're going to do well in games for the most part. And, you know, that's that's one of the biggest goals that we have as coaches. Um, one of my biggest goals that I have for my coaches is, is when we come in, one thing that we must do well is we must block well and we must tackle well. And if we're able to do that, um, there's a high rate of success with that. So you look at uh, you look at our O line coming back. You know we have Ryan Simon, Dayton Cunningham, Wallace Baldwin. Um, the big the big question mark for me though is center. Um, we've always had a really good center here at Belgrade, and you know that's that's going to be one place that we uh, we need to improve at. And uh, that's one thing that I've seen through camps and whatnot that um, we need to find a center that is accurate and uh, is, is dependable. Um, and uh, that's one thing that we're looking for right now. Coach, you just talked about uh, those that experience on the lines there. Um, I mean, you go with the defensive line with how many starters you got back there, as you just talked about some big guys up front. Um, how how crucial is that in terms of the fact that when I – I know it's cliche to say, because I, I know you coaches have all said it, it starts on the trenches, uh, but at the same time, it, it's really difficult to have this many guys back along the fronts. I hear coaches, whether it be this year or years past, always talk about, hey, we got to find four, maybe five new offensive linemen or three or four new defensive linemen. So getting the having that advantage, I would think, having that many guys back along the front, how crucial? Oh, it's, it's a huge uh... – it's huge for us, you know, because um, especially we're going through a little bit of a, a change offensively just with, like I said, with the way plays are called in and whatnot. Um, and, and, you know, you look at it, and I'm looking at what we had for last year and, you know, been looking at what we've had for last year. And I look at our defense, uh, defensive line, and, and we have uh, potential to have all four back uh, up front. 
you know, one thing that we need to get away from um, is that we need to get away from relying on five kids for offense and defense, uh, meaning I don't want to be running five kids both ways. Um, and, and that's one thing that we've desperate, desperately been trying to do. You know, our numbers here at Belgrade aren't what they what they need to be at the double-A level, in my opinion. I would love to have, <laughs> I think every coach would say this, but they would love to have uh, 15, 20 more kids on their team, and that's that's where I need to get to. That's where we need to get to. Numbers are crucial in this double-A double-A uh, game, what I've really been finding out. So, you know, one thing that we need to search for here at Belgrade is we need to find a way that just, hey, you guys are going to play defense, you're going to play offense, and if we need to, we can play a guy both ways. But we just have to get away from playing um, our alignment both ways all game long. Coach, let's talk about some of your individual linemen. Uh, you talked about Ryan Simon already. Um, uh, what's what's his summer been like, and what's, what has he done that's really impressed you so far this offseason? Ryan is just uh, – Ryan's one of those kids. Uh, he, he, he's matured so much when you looked at him from uh, – from a freshman to where he came uh, this year, and, and, and he, he looks great. He's been in a weight room. He's been working his tail end off. He has a full-time job. But one one thing that impresses all us coaches from him is it doesn't matter where you put him. You can put him at uh, left tackle, right tackle, guard, center. It doesn't matter. He is a very, very smart individual. And what that does is that makes everybody around him that much better because, I mean, I mean if you have a question, you ask him. You know, even sometimes, uh, you know, I, I don't uh, do a whole bunch of O-line stuff. And, and if I ever have a question, I ask him. I mean, he is just an individual that knows the offense top to bottom. And, uh, you know, he makes the point. He, he wants to know it. Um, and that's very impressive uh, for a young individual to be able to know that much, um, both offensively and defensively. And it just makes everybody around him that much better. And uh, he's going to be a really good player for us this year. So let me get to the other side of the ball. Tyrus Hardy, uh, how's his offseason gone, and uh, how's he looking uh, coming off the edge? You know, Tyrus Hardy, uh, he's a hard worker. And, and, you know, one thing, again, a lot of our kids have full-time jobs, and uh, I haven't seen him a ton this summer. Um kind of missed him uh, during the tech camp. We didn't have him, but uh, he had some other things going on. So um, I haven't had a really good look at Tyrus, but uh, – Knowing him and how hard he works and whatnot, he's going to be a really good player for us. And um, hopefully uh, he can kind of pick up where he left off last season, uh, coming off the edge and whatnot. And, and uh, you know, you, you know, one thing with uh, Tyrus is uh, we, we like to just give him one job, you know, come off the edge um, or, or, or burn the corner or whatnot. Uh, so I, I think uh, he's going to be he's going to be successful this season. Right now we are with the head coach of the Belgrade Panthers, Eric Kinnaman, as we are getting a preview of his team as they get ready for the 2021 campaign. Uh, coach, let's flip it over to the quarterback position, a guy that you didn't have last year due to injury before the season even started, but now uh, you're going to get him back. That's Cash Fike. How big is that getting him back and, and ready for the, the high school football season this year? Well, first and foremost, I, I think i got to look at uh, what we had for last year. And uh, I got I, I have to give props to Austin Spangler. You know, one one thing that we did after we found out that Cash got hurt, had to have surgery, and was not going to be back for the season is what we tried to do is we just try to find an athlete. Um, and Austin Spangler fit that bill. You know, is he a quarterback? By any means, no. Uh, if you look at him top to bottom, is he a great athlete? He is a great athlete. 
and what he did for us last year is he gave us a chance to win. I, I, you know, and I know we didn't win any games last year, but he gave us that chance, uh, being an athlete that he was, um, and being able to move him back to where um, we think he belongs at, at an H-back position, that's going to be benefit. That's going to be a huge benefit to us. So not only getting cash uh, back as a quarterback benefits us, but being able to move our athletes where they belong is going to be a huge benefit. So um, Cash Bike is going to make the team uh, all around him better because of his, number one, his athletic ability, and uh, number two, being able to put our athletes where they belong. Yeah, I was about to say, Coach, Austin Spangler, for you, again, as you just talked about there, uh, how creative can you get with a player like him? Oh, he is our guy. You know, um, that's one thing that we did. We did revamp our offense a little bit. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say that we revamped it to, to change the world, but we we did uh, change a little bit, and it is based on him. I mean, I, to be honest with you, he, um, the, the position that he's playing at the H-back, what we call the H-back position, um, just to kind of off the ball tight end, um, it's based around him. It's, it's based around that position, uh, being able to move him in tight, out wide, on the line, off the line. Um, it, it's going to be a benefit for our offense being able to put that, uh, that a, a player like that uh, against maybe a, a linebacker um, with his speed, with his build, we can put him uh, against the corner. So um, we hope to create mismatches with him. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of what we're revolving around right now is, is, is Austin Spangler. And, Coach, uh, looking at Cash Fike and his progression through the offseason, has it just been a kind of a smooth transition getting back into throwing and getting back into the normal functions and the fundamentals of being quarterback? You know, uh, Cash, uh, he, he's a big-time baseball player, so uh, he's been focusing a lot on baseball. And, and you know, and, and I don't I don't mind that. You know, that doesn't bother me. Um, the, the competitiveness and, and uh being able to compete is my biggest thing coming uh, with the multiple sport athletes that we have. Being able to compete is, is what I want to see from my kids. So I haven't seen Cash a lot this uh, this off season, but am I worried about him? No. Have I seen him progress and seen him throw and seen him at drills and stuff? Yes. Um, but uh, he has uh, been there for a lot of our functions and whatnot because he's, he's in baseball season. Um, and I, I don't want him there all the time. You know, he, he goes to – Number one, he goes to work. Number two, he has a four-hour baseball practice. So um, the last thing I want to do is uh, is run a kid into the ground and have him not enjoy uh, athletics. Right now we are with the head coach of the Belgrade Panthers, Eric Kinnaman, as they get ready for the 2021 high school football season. Coach, you were just talking about Austin Spangler and what you can do with him in that H-back role, kind of offset tight end in a little bit. And it's interesting. I want to get your thoughts on this because we're kind of seeing a lot of athletes getting into that position. It's not simply more just, all right, if you're tight end, you're blocking at the high school level. Because I think of uh, the guy just down the road from you, Ryland Schlepp for Gallatin. Uh, you look at Charlie Kurgan over at uh, Sentinel. you got Luke Belau in Glacier as well. These athletes that are lining up kind of in a similar spot like that, um, how much has, has, this, has this really been a change, you think, in high school football, or has this just always been the same case? Oh, no, I think it's a big change. I think that's what it's revolving around. I, I think uh, I think a lot of coaches are looking at uh, mismatches. And, you know, if you look at the NFL and uh, you look at uh, some of the tight ends that uh, are what big so-called tight ends, Gronkowski and, and – uh, um, uh, other athletes uh, of that caliber, and, and what you're t- just trying to do is you're trying to create mismatches, and and you're you're trying to throw the defense off, uh, knowing that uh, just because we have this tight end in, in here, we're not just going to block and run the ball all the time. 
We can also create mismatches and put him up against maybe uh, a bigger linebacker trying to cover him. So, you know, like you said, there's, there's multiple teams that are moving around and moving their athletes in that tight end or H-back position to try to create mismatches. And I think the, I think coaches are finding that's one of the easiest ways to do it is put an athlete at that tight end H-back position. Coach, uh, let's talk about the rest of your skill positions, wide receivers, running backs. What's the competition looking like at those positions for you? I think wide receiver is going to be one of our, our, our deepest uh, deepest competitive uh, spots on the field uh, throughout this uh, this off season or into uh, camp and whatnot. Uh, you know, we have Aiden Kopech coming back. Um, we have uh, Trey Randall. We have Aiden, uh, excuse me, Aiden Kopech, uh, Dyson Kinnaman. Um, and we have a other Lee Sanders. We have a handful of others that are coming back that have been working their tail ends off um, in in this off season. And I think uh, that wide receiver or corner position is going to be very competitive. Uh, who gets that start, starting spot? And it may rotate game to game. Coach, another position to look at real quick is the linebacker position. Uh, again, linebacker is very key, uh, the middle of that defense. Um, so how's that position, how's the competition there looking? You know, that's that's one thing that uh, we've talked about as coaches. Um, we had Tyler Gordon last year, which uh, which he's been uh, an all-conference player for, for the last couple of years. I think uh, his junior year he was outside uh, linebacker. And then uh, last year he was uh, obviously our middle linebacker. So, we have that's one spot that we're working on filling in, and uh, I think that's going to be a key for us. So, you know, we talked earlier. We talked about how solid our D line is going to be, and I, I think it is going to be very solid. But we have to have guys behind them, and the middle is one one place that we're uh, searching and, and uh, struggling to find right now is that middle linebacker, whether it be the Will or the Mike linebacker. Um, our outside linebackers, I'm very comfortable with what we have there, but I, I think the middle is going to be a key for us to find and be able to find somebody that is very, oh, very um, stout in that middle to be able to, to to make our defense that much better. Coach, who's somebody that's been in the weight room that's just a gym rat, a grinder, a guy that you either have to kick out of the gym in the morning or at night? Uh, who's one of those guys or a couple of those guys for you? You know, I'd say Ryan Simon is, you know, I, we talked about him earlier. Um, I, I think he has one of the best work ethics, um, um, top to bottom, um, whether it be studying and getting his nose in the playbook or understanding the concepts. He just has a great understanding of what needs to be done, top to bottom, mentally, physically, off the field, on the field. Um, he, he's a top key player for us. And then, Coach, uh, something that's always interesting, especially now, I mean, I mean, when I was in high school and that, that was some time ago, uh, I probably wa- didn't watch as much film as I should have, but at the same time, the technology wasn't there as much, so it was pretty much just coaches during my time that watched film, not us. But now it's different. So how much do you, how many guys do you have on your team that are film junkies, maybe that come to you and say, hey, Coach, I want to see this or I saw this? How many guys do you have that like that like that in your program? No, we have very few, actually. You, you know, you talk about that and – um, I, I think uh, kids may sit down and watch film, but uh, you, you know one thing I, I think as as coaches, um, one misconception is we we say uh, you, you kind of related to it, watch film, uh, and we we don't watch film, and that's one misconception. And the kids take that to actually when you say watch film, they they almost watch it like a uh, NFL game or a college game, and uh, you know it's really hard to to get a kid to to sit down and 
study film. That's what we would like. That's what we like to say is we don't want we, we don't want to watch film. We want to study film. And what we mean by that is when you sit down and we're studying film, we're studying what is our opponent doing, um, and, and you need to key on um, if you're a DB working on receivers, who's their best receiver? What do they do? How do they move him around? Or what does their quarterback do? Is there anything that tips him off, whether it's run or pass? And, and so when we study film, I think it's really hard for young individuals to sit down and uh, actually study film. You know, we have a few of them that will sit down and watch film and, and enjoy and enjoy what they're watching and whatnot. But um, as far as being able to sit down one-on-one with a kid, I think that's more beneficial than just having a kid try to sit down and have him study film on his own. Right now, we are with the head coach of the Belgrade Panthers, Eric Kinnaman, as they get ready for the 2021 high school football season. Coach, just a few more questions for you. Uh, let's start with the Eastern AA Conference here. Uh, very tough conference this year. A lot of good football teams. No big surprise there. Every year it seems to be that way. Um, but what do you think about the Eastern AA? It's going to be tough again. It is every year, you know. Doing uh, West reloads every single year. I, I, I think uh, – um, Billing Senior is going to be good again too this year, and then you have Great Falls uh, CMR and Great Falls High, and um, you go down go down the road. Gallatin's going to make leaps and bounds of an, a, improvement with uh, the maturity of their kids, and you know Bozeman, you know they got they have that tradition of uh, of just plain winning. So I mean, you look at the Eastern Conference top to bottom, um, it's a tough conference every single year, and it has been for the last five years. And a question about that, Coach. And with that, you guys will be able to see two Western teams in non-conference play, something that you mm-hmm. lost last year because of COVID. So um, how excited are you to just be able to see some of the teams from the West again? Oh, I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, one thing uh, you, know, you look at, and of course, we we, uh, we we pulled Glacier, you know, right out of the hat. And, and uh, you know, that's just a, that's a tough road trip. We we, we pulled those road trips uh, in, in Class A all the time going up to white fish or, or whatnot. Um, so going up to Glacier, uh, the, 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 I think the toughest thing for that is the m- mental approach that you have to take, taking a uh, almost a five-hour, five-and-a-half-hour bus ride is, is that mental approach that you need to have going up on a road trip that is that long. So that'll that'll be a test for us, uh, uh, both uh, uh, Coach Bennett, obviously. He's a great coach and, and has been for a long time. And, and uh, yeah, I, I have a ton of respect for him and what he's done with that program up there. So uh, being able to play him, um, and then um, uh, our other uh, non-conference, I think, is Hellgate. So having them come to us is is going to be nice. You know, uh, a couple teams that uh, I've never seen, I've never played. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun, and I really look forward to that. Coach, a little bit of a bonus question here, because sometimes I've been known to complain about the travel in AA. So you have had the experience of traveling both in the A and in AA. Is there more travel in AA or more travel in the A? Oh, A by far. A was A was A was brutal. Um, you know, if you're talking going to Sydney, Whitefish, uh, you're going all over. I, I think one year, um, uh, Columbia Falls, uh, they they actually Columbia Falls the year that they went to the state championship, and I think they got beat by Dylan. But you look at Columbia Falls, they had to go to Sydney, go back home, and then travel to us. So Columbia Falls, that I mean. Traveling to Sydney, I think it was a nine-hour bus ride. I want to say or eight hours. And, and, and then, and then the next week they have to come to us. Um, and and again, that's 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 a five and a half hour bus ride for them. So uh, the way I look at it, I know the travel may may seem a little bit difficult uh, in in Double A, but 
when you compare it to, to A, I think it's a, it's a walk in the park compared to uh, Class A travel. Fair enough, fair enough. The head coach of the Belgrade Panthers, Eric Kenneman, joining us here on the Knock On Sports Show podcast. Coach, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it and look forward to chatting with you uh, once we get the season going and we get some games going here, which isn't that far away. So look forward to chatting with you again, Coach. Thank you so much for the time. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate your time.